This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm Master Coach Lisa Carpenter, and I am so grateful to have you here today. I don't take it lightly that you show up every single week and pop me in your earbuds, maybe while you're out for a walk or working out or doing meal prep. That's where I listen to my podcast when I'm in the kitchen doing meal prep, sometimes at the gym. Anyhow, I'm so glad you're here. And today is going to be, I say this for almost every time, today's going to be a short episode. And then I'll probably continue to talk for another 30 minutes. Hey, you know, I've been having a lot of conversations about the collective. So this is my 11 month container that is kicking off in September and I still have a few seats left. So I've been having a lot of calls with different women to see if they're a great fit for this program and some questions have come up. So I thought I would address them a little bit on the podcast. So one of the objections is that, that I've heard is, you know, I don't really do great in a group program. And I wanted to be really clear what this program is and what it isn't. And what it is not is a large group program where you can hide. Maximum number of women that are going to be in this program is 10. And everybody gets a ton of one-to-one attention. We're gonna be hanging out in a Voxer chat together, um, most of you will have one-to-one Voxer access to me as well. So you can reach out to me one-to-one in between our group sessions, which are going to be happening twice a month. And everybody's going to be going on hot seats so we can talk about what is happening in everybody's lives so that you're not getting stuck. So these are like mini coaching sessions for everyone. So nobody gets left behind. And how will I know what everybody is working on? Well, because each person in the collective starts with a 90 minute deep dive with me where I really get under where you're stuck, what is causing you to be the last thing on your priority list, what you are really struggling with or suffering through in your life. So we can get clear on what needs to change because over our time together in the collective, there's gonna be a lot of action taking. So there's gonna be a lot of coaching to move you through these old beliefs that aren't serving you. But there's also going to be a lot of accountability in terms of going out and doing the things. And the things that you might think you need to do might not actually be the things that are going to move you forward. So it might be something like going to bed earlier or 
making an hour of time for yourself every single day before you take care of anything else. It might be getting clear on what it is you want and what it is you need and then starting to move pieces around in your life so that you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. We want to get clear on what gives you energy and what drains your energy. So that's just kind of a little taste of what's going to be happening. So this is not a group program where there's going to be hundreds of people and you can just sit in the background and say, well, group programs don't work for me. Anybody who is in my circle, my clients, I am fiercely dedicated to my clients getting the results that they want. And I'm fiercely dedicated to bringing together very intimate groups of women because there's magic that happens when we start to see that we're not alone, that the problems that we think we have are not just, um, you know, you're not just some special snowflake. You're the only one with this problem. That's not true. And one of the things that I know for certain about 99.9% of my clients is they are the helpers. They're not the ones who like to ask for help, receive help, be supported. And a large part of this container is learning how to be vulnerable, allow yourself to be supported, but not in the needy girl crying way, because so many of the women I work with believe that vulnerability is about being that needy girl. There is no client I work with that could ever be needy. I don't attract that type of person. So this isn't going to be a container where everybody's sitting around whining and crying about, you know, wh why life isn't going their way. These are women who struggle to even admit things in their lives aren't going the way they want them to and really do need support in taking that next step, taking that action. In fact, most of them are frustrated as to like, I know what I should be doing. Why am I not doing it, Lisa? And this is what we're going to be doing around moving past these beliefs. But I also know that this is a large, for some of you, and scary commitment. It takes a lot of courage to decide you're going to be committed to this work. It takes a lot of courage to decide that you're no longer going to hide and you're no longer going to be ruled by the circumstances of your life. And listen, nobody gets out of bed in the morning and says, oh my God, I'm so grateful I get to deal with my shit today. Oh, how exciting. Let's unpack all the garbage in my life. What we do is we get out of bed. We don't like things that are happening in our lives, but we go back to the familiar patterns that we know, and then we get frustrated once again that nothing is changing. So I see you, I hear you, I understand you. I know how challenging and how much courage it can take to step into a container like this, to make this type of investment, especially when you're like, but what if it doesn't work? But my question to you is, what if it does? Because most of my clients, when they start working with me, have never worked so intimately with a coach before. They've really been doing a lot of self-development, right? They've been following the other coaches, doing the PDFs in the big group programs, but they've never had anybody actually calling them out on their stuff on a regular basis or having that relationship with them. And that's a big part of what is different with this container. So, what if everything for you could be different 11 months from now? How would your life be different? How would your relationships be different? What do you want for yourself? What is the thing that every day you get out of bed and you say, God, I wish I could have that. 
because, you know, one of the things I said to a lady, and she's probably listening, one of the things I said to her, you know, I was getting really emotional about this trip. And she was like, oh, I'd love to take a trip like this. And I said, look, this trip didn't happen by accident. I created the life I wanted for myself by relentlessly showing up day in and day out, having my feet held to the fire, getting my beliefs challenged. I have an invest. I have invested in coaches now. Um, gosh, since well, I started over ten years ago uh, with therapy, and then I moved into coaching after that. So I have. Yeah, I have invested, wow, like probably, gosh, probably over $100,000 in coaching. I should probably do the math on that. But I have invested when I couldn't even afford to invest, to be quite honest. And I want to tell you a few stories about that. But the reason I kept showing up for myself is because I never stopped believing that I could create the life I wanted. I just didn't know how I was ever going to lose this, this feeling of like constantly seeking something in my life, feeling like there was something missing. And I just wanted to feel happy and fulfilled, yet I didn't know how to get there. But I knew that if I just kept going, I would find my way. And never once did I roll over and say, no, I can't do this. I'm afraid of this. I don't want to do this. Well, that's not true. I definitely have had many tears and tantrum moments where I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. But I always kept showing up for myself because I knew that if I just kept going, things were going to change. So, you know, when my hubby first went to rehab and my littlest was six months old and uh, I think my oldest was 10 or 11 at the time and I had my middle son as well, it was like my whole life just unraveled right? I just found out my partner was using, I had no idea what addiction meant. I had no idea if he was going to get better. And in fact, from everything that I very quickly, because you know, I went right down the rabbit hole of how do I fix this? I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what my life was going to be like. Was I going to be a single mom of three? I had no idea. But what I did know is that he was going off to get help I had no certainty about the future, but I knew that I needed support. And this was at a time, so he's away. I am, you know, I've got my three kids. I'm living on my own. I'm living on subsidy, okay? So I was living in a co-op on subsidy. The universe has always kind of had my back. Um, and I just thought, how am I going to do this? Because the rehab center my hubby went to, they also had a program for families, now, at the time I was running my fitness studio and going to this meeting meant getting someone to watch my kids. So, you know, my older two boys could go to their dads, but I had to get someone to watch Jake. And I had to close my fitness studio. So take the evening off so that I could go to this meeting. It was an hour drive there for a two hour meeting and an hour drive back. Now, as a personal trainer, back in the day, I was trading time for dollars and closing my studio for an entire evening was losing like four hours worth of pay. And on top of that, I had to pay to go to this program. I didn't know how I was going to make it work. And to be honest, looking back, I still don't know how I made it work. I just knew I had to be in that room because I had no other lifeline. I was so lost. I was so confused. I was falling apart. And all I knew was I had to go and be in that room. I didn't know what was going to happen, 
but I knew I had to be there and I figured it out. I made it work. The money still showed up. My bills still got paid. Like really looking back, I'm like, I don't know how I did that. But have you ever had a time in your life where you didn't know how you were going to do something, but you knew you needed to do it so badly, you just figured it out? That's how it works. When we make a move, when we say that this is something that I want, what I say is like, it's, it's almost like the universe starts playing Tetris, moving things around to meet our needs. Things always work out. Like I think about like, how did I make my car payments for so many years? How did I pay my gigantic lease when I was a fitness trainer? Because for a long time, I took over the entire lease myself because I was, you know, quote unquote, trying to save my business partner. That's how unhealthy I was. I thought, well, I'll just pay her bills too you know, so she's not drowning, which made no sense because then I was totally drowning. Anyways, that's a story for another time. So needless to say, I spent a year taking Thursdays off, driving downtown to go to these meetings. And as I said, there were times where I didn't want to go. And on the nights that I really didn't want to go, those were the nights I really knew I needed to go. And there were some times when I sat there in such defiance, but little by little, week after week, things started chipping away and my life started changing. And, you know, there was no moment where I was suddenly like, oh my God, I'm standing on top of the mountain and everything looks so beautiful now. It didn't happen like that. I, you know, I often describe it as there was, you know, many, many, many months of feeling like I was crawling on gravel under barbed wire. It wasn't great. And it changed my life, it changed my life. And same thing goes for my coaches. I remember having a conversation with um, a woman I had hired to help me, you know, figure out how to read my books, which I know sounds really funny, right? Like I'm an entrepreneur, I should know how to read my books, but I didn't have any business literacy in all the lingo that goes along with running um, books to create a profitable business. I was just kind of winging it, right? It was a great coach, but I never went to business school. I've had to learn as I go. And I've learned by the investments that I've made. So I remember we were on a call and she was looking at my numbers and she said to me, you know, Lisa, if you just stopped working with your coach, and my coach cost me about $30,000 a year. She said, if you just stopped working with your coach, she's like, your business would be profitable. She's like, that's the thing you should cut. And I remember squarely looking at her and saying, that's a non-negotiable. And she was like, but and I said, it's a non-negotiable. I said, because I know that that investment in my coach is going to help me move from where I am to where I want to be. So although it does not make sense on paper, I know it's going to work out. Now, this is the same coach I've had for years, and she has been instrumental in helping me transform my business. She's been by my side, riding through the the bumpy, turbulent time. She helped me burn down my business and start again. She was the one who created this amazing retreat that I went to in Tulum in 2019. She's a very dear friend of mine. Please go check her out. Tara Newman at the Bold, what is it? The Bold Money Revolution podcast, I believe it is. Gosh, I listen to it every week. You think I would know the name. I'll drop it in the, the show notes, but she's the bomb. She's just amazing. So I invested that money when my business still wasn't making money and I've invested in programs and courses and 
listen, that was a problem for me as well. I was investing in things, hoping that just investing in something would fix the problem. But targeted, specific investments, when I started getting really clear on this is the outcome I want, this is the person I need to work with, and I started making the right investments that were in alignment with what I wanted to occur, that's when things started happening. And that's when I got really serious about the work that I needed to do on myself and inside my business. And listen, there were a lot, a lot, a lot of things inside my business that I needed to clean up. So when I look back and I think about all the money that I invested to get me to where I am today and make no mistake about it, no coach did this for me. Okay, I showed up and I did the work. So I am grateful for having coaches at my side, but I had to drive the bus. And anybody in my container knows that they have to drive the bus too. I'm not doing anything for anyone. My job is to facilitate transformation, but you're the one that has to take the action. So when I look back and I think about the money that I've spent, if I had known back then that spending all that money would get me to where I needed to be, I would do it over again in a heartbeat. I wouldn't blink about it. And in fact, when I look at what I spent versus the results that I created, the results and the value of the results that I created far, far, far outweigh the financial investment I made. I cannot put a price tag on the transformation that I've had. I can't put a price tag on how much it's changed my life. I can't put a price tag on my peace, my well-being, my business savvy, my coaching expertise, the relationship that I have with my kids, my family, my friends, my colleagues, the fact that I went from burnt out to thriving I have such better balance in my life. I learned to value rest and play and just making myself a priority. I can't put a price tag on that. Right? What was it costing me? What is it costing you? These, the, the people pleasing, the control, the wanting other people to like you so badly, doing everything for everyone, feeling so exhausted at the end of the day and wanting to feel fulfilled in your life. Every single day that goes by that you don't take action, you're perpetuating your suffering. You're perpetuating your suffering and that's costing you way more. It's costing you so much more. So I'm going to leave you with this. Has there ever been a time in your life? I asked this question already and it's so powerful. I want to ask it again. Has there ever been a time in your life where you're like, where you've, where you've invested in something that you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know I have to do it. If you've been considering the collective, and it's the investment that's holding you back. Maybe it's the time, maybe it's the fear, maybe it's the money. If you knew with certainty that you could create the outcomes that you wanted for yourself in 11 months from now, what would that be worth to you? So I'll leave you with that. If you're interested in hopping on a call and seeing if this is the right container for you, send me a dm on instagram send me an email at lisa at lisacarpenter.ca 
head over to the collective page. You can fill out an application, uh, lisacarpenter.ca forward slash collective, and I will get it in my emails and I will be booking calls when I am back from Tulum and we will be getting started in September. So I can't wait to meet you. Have a beautiful week ahead. Take good care of yourself. I hope this episode leaves you with a few things to chew on. Uh, Where are you holding yourself back in your life? Because you're afraid to make the leap. Are you going to be committed to what you want? Or are you choosing to be committed to what you don't want? I will see you on the next episode.